Good morning. Welcome to the Long Live Alternative Parties podcast. Free Press Media Press Inc. and Alternative Parties Books Publisher sponsors this podcast. I'm Andrew Bouchard. Welcome to Long Live Alternative Parties podcast. Today we have another exciting guest, like we always have. His name is Garrett Sheeks, and he is a Libertarian Party member who is running for office. So welcome to the podcast, Garrett. Howdy. Nice to be here. Garrett, if we can get started by you kindly giving us an introduction to yourself, a brief biographical sketch. Well, my name is Garrett Sheeks. I'm a son of a small business owner, pizza owner here uh, close to Stuttgart, Arkansas. And uh, my family and me have been living on our hundred, soon to be here, pretty hundred-year-old farmstead that we've uh, we've built up over the years. And other than that, I'm just uh, a pretty normal dude going to school and trying to get out. And I got to see how bad the system was, and wanted to get out and do, you know, make some change. Sure, that's, that's pretty much me. I mean, I'm not a lot to crow about, but I got some good policies, and I've been having some good reception from it. Excellent. So kindly tell our audience what office you're running for. I'm running for a state house uh, representative of the 61st district. It's a new district after the redistricting uh, went through, I believe, in 2021. It was just last year. And uh, so I'm just going to be regular state house rep. What are the demographics of the district? Is it big? Is it small, rural, urban? The district itself, population-wise, is pretty small. I think it's only about 33,000 people. It's, okay. uh, it's a very large landscape, and it's very, very uh, farmland-oriented, uh, smaller cities, nothing probably over 10,000 people. Sure. So is it – you said it's a new district, so are you predicting it to be a red or blue district? Oh, I'm going to definitely predict it to be a, a red one, at least in terms of – where, at least in terms of where we are in Arkansas, it's probably going to end up being a pretty red district. I will say, um, might have a chance to turn it a little, uh, a little yellow this time around though. Yes, that would be awesome. So kindly tell our audience what the roles and responsibilities of the office you're seeking are. Well, as far as I'm concerned, the rules and responsibilities are that I need to get out and talk to people. And at all possible, if they need something, go back to Little Rock and tell them exactly what these people need. Okay. Um, I'm, you know, that's there might be there's more details obviously to it than that, but my job is working for the people and doing what they what they need. So a big part of your job, if not the entire part of the job, is direct communication with the people. Yes, sir. Excellent. So how do you plan to implement? The Libertarian Party vision, shall you get elected to this position? Well, I tell people the main thing I'm running on right now is attempting to uh, end the property tax in the state. I'm hoping that if we can get to a point where we can actually own our property again, and if while I'm doing the best I can in Little Rock and communicating with the people back home, if they can get the grassroots movement going to revitalize their communities, open new businesses, get some pride back back in these small towns where... They can open up free market education outlets or they can open up businesses and don't have to worry about the government taking from them while they're doing that and they can get back to rebuilding because there's a lot of communities that are dying and they're getting, they're getting drowned in these fees, arbitrary fees and taxation. So how much is the property tax there? Uh, specifically, it varies a little bit. I know that sales tax here is, um, 
11%. It's the highest of any county in Arkansas County. That's one of my district counties. Um, let me double check here. Okay. Our property tax got redone. Let's see what we're up to now. So I believe they vary a little bit from county to county. Well, if you will still tell me. I'm not going to tell me here. It's a decent percentage, though, if I remember correctly. The statewide effective is 0.61%, but I believe the counties can set their own taxes, and that's one of the bigger issues. So when the counties set their taxes, is it more than what the state would do, or are they fiscally conservative? I'm not going to say they're fiscally conservative, that's for sure. Um, that's one of the bigger issues. Okay, so 6-3. So one of the bigger issues we have, and that's kind of a, a national issue as well, is that when you look at the two main parties, neither of them are anything that you think they should be. Sure. Um, conservatives tend to not be very fiscally conservative, and liberals don't tend to care about your rights. Sure. So who are your opponents in this race? What are they like? Um, my main opponent right now, as it goes, is the incumbent, uh, Mr. David Hillman, who doesn't live very far from me. He uh, originally won as a Democrat, and then he switched to Republican and has run unopposed, I think, the last um, two or three elections. Oh, my. Uh, and he's up in his, I believe, now in his 70s, and he has voted party line in both of uh, both of his party affiliations. Other than that, I've got a Democrat who jumped in late, uh, Mr. Martin, out of Stuttgart, and I have uh, two Republicans running the primary, Mr. Hillman, and Mr. Moore, and uh, Mr. Reeves. And um, as far as I can tell, they seem to be okay. I think Mr. Moore is a lot more of a maybe larger uh, career politician, and uh, Mr. Reeves is a mechanic. Interesting. So so when they changed the district, you said that one guy was the incumbent. How did that work when he he's in the new district? Was he was he elected? When was he elected? How did that work? He was uh, elected last time. He was elected in 2016. Okay. Uh, ran out, he was unopposed in 2016, and he became the district rep then. And then when the districts were redone, I just so happened to end up in the new, um, in his still district, just with a new name, new number. Okay. So is your campaign strategy similar to what you are going to do shall you get elected in the position? Is direct contact with the voters? How are you planning to reach the voters in your area? Oh, oh yes, sir. Um, as I'm going to all these small towns around, uh, I'm focusing mainly on the, the smaller towns. So what I've said, and this is one of my bigger promises as far as, like, tell people I will try to do things, but this is one of my only real promises is that if elected, I'm going to make that circuit, try to make that circuit once or bi-monthly and uh, go to these towns again and ask them exactly how they feel I'm doing. Sure. That sounds good. So I assume that's more than the incumbent is doing. I would think so, um, based off of most people's uh, most people I've talked to here in the last uh, week and a half. I would say that that would be a lot more than what the incumbent is doing. Oh, excellent. Uh, mm -hmm. So if I heard you correctly, you said that there were 33,000 people in the 
district, how many votes do you anticipate needing to win the office? Well, uh, based on the election percentages in the last uh, last couple of elections, about 8,000 people voted. But like I said, that were um, that was in the old district, and that was for someone who was running opposed. I'm expecting that I'll probably about 800 to 2,000 votes will probably be deciding this. Oh my, oh my, that's something that within reach. It sounds like. Uh, definitely so. I've encouraged people everywhere I go to get registered. Even if you ain't going to vote for me, I tell them get registered and get out and get involved. So is this election in November or is it another date? I will be elected. I'll be on the general election in November, from what I understand. And there will be a primary and early voting beginning May 24th. If early voting right. beginning May 24th. Mm-hmm. So in your state... Early voting is that much before the election? Uh, usually it starts because that's usually because they need primaries. Uh, they have to start the Republican and Democrat primaries. Okay. And they have to get the deciding guy done so that they can move on to the general. Okay. Okay, sure. So do you have a team helping you out with this race, or are you doing it all by yourself? Right now the only person on my team is a uh, secretary. Uh, she help keep up with where I'm going, but for the most part, I'm a one-man show. She helped proofread all my materials, and uh, have a look here. Actually, you know, early voting begins on May the 9th. Um, It's a a two-person team right now. Sure. And how did you find her? She was, um, I met her at uh, the Libertarian Party convention. She doesn't live you know, very close to me, but I sent her materials, and she's so good at proofreading. She offered to help. Oh, good. So she's doing this mostly from a distance, it sounds like, right? Right, yeah. She, she uh, basically what she handles is I send her what I'd like to say, um, like the write-ups that I put on my campaign page, and she proofreads it and makes sure it uh, all makes sense. Sure. And is... Is the capital area where you would go to, so if you got elected, how would you get to your office? Is that, would you have to move locations, or how would that work? Well, I believe I would not necessarily have to move, to my understanding. Luckily, I have a friend that lives very close to uh, Little Rock, the capital, so I could stay there during voting uh, sessions. Um, from what I understand here is besides your salary, they give you gas money to get yourself to, Little Rock during the voting sessions. So for those of our audience who may not be familiar with the ins and outs of that, so when you say voting sessions, so you so if somebody's elected to the office, then they would they would only have to be there during the voting sessions and then the other times of the year they would be able to be at their current home? Well, from what I understand and this could be a little different, um is that while they're debating topics, obviously, while the, while it is in session, while there are topics you'll be debating on, you'll you'll be able to pick up materials and you'll know what they are and you can debate on the floor and, um, you know, be there to vote. Other than that, I think most times it seems like they stay home and uh, at their personal offices or office buildings, wherever they are. Sure. So what type of voter are you trying to reach? Who's your target audience? 
I'm trying to reach anyone who's interested in the change in the state in general. Um, I'm not looking for any specific demographic other than people who are just tired of not being listened to. Sure. So do you, how have people been receptive so far? I, I take it they're receptive to your campaign? So far in the places I've been, I've, I've received a lot of support, especially in the small business um, areas. Whenever I go to talk to people, I've received pretty overwhelming support from businesses on the idea of, you know, the government being out of their way so they can conduct business as they see fit. In addition to the tax issues you mentioned, what other issues are the constituents in your area facing? Biggest uh, biggest secondary issue I've seen here lately is education. Um, education, okay. Many many small town schools have closed and they're being pushed off elsewhere, and they worry about the ones that are still there not receiving proper education because of state you know straight either state restrictions or state needs for you know the teaching the test kind of deals where they have the state the state tests. Another issue is they're not being prepared well because it's hard to get teachers to want to move to these smaller towns when the money's not there and i've been pushing the idea of free market education where someone who has qualifications that parents like can pay directly to teach their students or teach their kids they can be involved directly with their education how are you fundraising for this campaign uh right now i'm main thing I'm doing is if anybody wants to give a donation, um, I plan on doing some official fundraisers a little bit later here, probably closer to uh, closer to the primary. Uh, mostly it's self-funded. I will I will go ahead and tell you it's been self-funded pretty much up till uh, up till now. Oh my. So for candidates who are running for office, how would who might be listening to this? How would you advise them to spend the money in the most wise way since it's often limited? Uh, I'll tell you right now, the biggest thing I've been able to get out is business cards. Um, business cards? Move your business cards and get out on the pavement because that is the biggest way you're going to meet people. You will not you will not believe how many people have told me I'm the first person they've met because no one has been out yet in their area. Right. You just hit the pavement and you look them in the eye and you shake their hand and you tell them what you're looking for. And if they want to talk to you, many times they will talk to you for a long time. But uh, some signs, some door hangers, and mostly cards have been big success here. So are people receptive to door-to-door now that COVID is going on its way out now? Most of them have been fairly receptive. Um, I mean, you, you'll vary from person to person, obviously, and from neighborhood to neighborhood, but most people will sit there and they'll... They'll take a card, and if they if they have a moment to listen, they usually do. Um, but uh, definitely get yourself out there and put all the information you can on the card, contact, and Facebook page with issues. And they've been fairly well, especially, like I said, in businesses have been fairly receptive. Sure. I bet it helps that you're a small business owner yourself, so you can re- relate to the other small business owners. Well, when my family did on the uh, did on the restaurant, we definitely knew exactly what was uh, going on. I mean, as far as uh, fees and taxation, as well as just the overhead from normal business, we we had a very very good idea. And I talked to people; they uh, they understand. Sure. 
So for our audience out there, whether they live in your area or elsewhere, what is the best way that they can support your campaign? Best way they can support my campaign right now is to uh, find my Garrett for District 61 Facebook uh, campaign page or find me personally. Okay. Uh, they can like and follow that. And if uh, if they know anybody living in the area or just in general, if they, you know, want to get out and make a difference, if anything helps, they could send me, obviously they can send me donations, but I'm not asking for them. Okay. So the best place to get connected with your campaign would be your Facebook page, Garrett for District 61. Yes, sir. Excellent. Excellent. Garrett. We thank you for coming on the podcast today and describing your campaign and telling us about how you're challenging the system in your area. Yes, sir. Thank you very much for having me on. We wish you all the best with your campaign and all your other personal endeavors. All right. Thank you very much. Bye now. Bye.